Welcome back to another episode of Five Questions with Frank Manger, a podcast born out of a quest to change the perception of what we see on social media. Life is not all about models, bottles, boats, jets, fashion, and people showing off stacks of cash. I'll bring you interviews with entrepreneurs, solopreneurs, entrepreneurs, business leaders, and others who will share their origin stories and lessons that shape them. Each show will give you a look into the lives of people just like you that have achieved success even though the odds were stacked against them. People who you can relate to, who have been where you have been, and who are now where you might aspire to be someday. In episode two, I have Keenan, CEO and president of a sales guy. He's changing the game of sales and is known across the nation for his no-nonsense approach to gap selling. He even wrote a book on it. He drops a bomb on the importance of being honest with ourselves, the wrong way to look at the sales process, and the future of the sales industry, which may surprise many of you. What's up, peeps? A landmark five questions with Frank is about to be underway. This man is so badass, he's actually monotonous. Keenan is the CEO and president of a sales guy, Inc., and their chief antagonist. He's also the author of these great books here that you will be getting once you hear him speak. We'll be getting into that in just a bit. A little bit of context of Keenan. I've been following his content on LinkedIn for quite a while, and he's actually been someone who's instilled three principles that I built into my daily routine every day. I learn, create, and share. And this is something that Keenan taught me through a piece of content of his that I consumed, and I've been following him ever since. He's the father of three crazy girls. Keenan, thanks so much for being on. You got it, baby. Glad to be here. Of course, for you, man, for you. I had to do it. All right. So before we get into this, uh, I like to give my guests a little context into you know, who, who you are, uh, what you do, and what makes you tick. Ah, uh, man. I don't know. I'm a dad, first and foremost. Business owner, second, I guess. I don't know what particular order. Ski a third. Oh, snap. That's Danielle calling me. Ski a third and liver of life, I guess, baby. Liver of life. All right. So give us uh, a little bit of your journey. I know you've, you, you've been you're everywhere, um, and, and not just on LinkedIn, but you're outside of LinkedIn. You're speaking all over the map. And give us a little context of your journey and, and how you got to be a, a guy with one name. So, um, look, here's the story with that. Everybody wants to start. The journey started the day I was born. And I'm not trying to be facetious, and I'm not trying to ignore this, and I'm not trying to – so, look, I'm not, I'm not trying to, to – what's the word I'm looking for? Be um, – ah, there's a word. It'll come to me. The truth of the matter is, and I don't think people understand, everybody wants something in a nice, pretty package, right? They all want a nice, pretty package. And the truth of that is I got to where I am starting with the day I was born, right? I was born in 1968 to a white mother and a black father. Think about that for a second. I'm one of the earliest mixed kids, right? And because my dad was born, my biological dad was born in 1938. He was lucky his ass even made it to 68, right? So then I was adopted by a white family and, shit and moved back to Boston. That started who I was and how I approached the world and the lessons that I learned. And to think that all of a sudden, none of that played a role into who I was the day I... I decided to start doing this is crazy, right? I had three failed businesses before this. I started a social network that actually was doing well, but didn't power through. I started the same time Twitter did. I started a, another sort of social network for ski resorts, which was awesome. And it was, I was ready to fly. And then I bumped into the fact to some FSLA regulations I won't bore you with. So look, my whole life has been working to this point. But if everybody wants a little pretty package, something to get their arms around, the answer is this. 
I started blogging in 2009. And I blogged every single day for 712 days straight about sales, running sales teams, how to manage salespeople, how to win sales, how to motivate, blah, 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 yada, yada. And people started taking notice. And then I went from like a couple hundred viewers to 20,000 viewers. Um, and it just, you know, a day and it just blew up and people started reaching out. All right. And, 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 and this one thing we want to make sure is that you are giving the audience the, you. We don't want you to sugarcoat anything here. So, so I have you on because I want you to keep it real. Um, so you get to work with a lot of people. I just saw you, you posted, you gave someone the chance to, you came out with this book, Gap Selling. You gave someone the chance the other day to gap sell you live on LinkedIn. Um, and, and one thing you do is, is you, you tell it how it is. Uh, this book and a lot of the things you talk about go against traditional sales methods and all the things that, you know, here's what you should be doing. So you see a lot of things. What is one piece of advice, if you could pick one, one piece of advice you would give to anyone tuning in? Be fucking honest with yourself. That's the advice I'm going to give right there. Be honest with yourself. Most of us go through life creating these narratives and these stories to reinforce all the fucked up shit we did and all the bad decisions we've made or how we're not happy in a relationship. We hate our shitty job. We're not happy with the town we live in. Or we're not where we wanted to be. And then we come up with these narratives of why we're exactly where we want to be or we're parenting the way we want to parent or we're the friend that we say we're going to be or the spouse you say we're going to be and we're lying to ourselves. All of us are lying to ourselves at some way or some point in our lives, and it's killing us. That's the advice. Stop lying to yourself. Get real and be honest with yourself through and through and stop with the stories. All right. So now that I got you all fired up, I want to know what it is you get to do every day that gives you the passion, the fuel. And you're like, this is why I write the books. This is why I go and speak. This is why I spend my time and, 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 and efforts going around all and spreading the gospel that you do. What is, what is the, the, the thing that you love that really keeps you going? The, the belief that I'm actually making a difference. So when you came on and said, oh, you know, you just came on and said, oh, Keenan gave me this philosophy that, um, that I try to do every single day. I had no idea, right? So it's that type of feedback that people are listening and they're actually changing their lives, right? Look, I'm not a religious man and, and I don't mean any disrespect to any other religion. I suspect that when I die, it's going to be exactly like before I was born. Nothing, right? Like there was, to, to my knowledge, there was nothing. There was no me and the world went for 100,000 years of people or 200,000 years and millions of years with dinosaurs. It was nothing. And then I've been under, I've gone under surgery before and it was nothing. Like I was up and then I went surgery and it was nothing. And then I woke up. I suspect that's how it's going to be when I die. But to the fact that it's not, and it's like a breakfast, no, was it um, the people you meet in heaven? I, I think it's, I hope it's going to be like that. I'm going to go up and be like, wow. Look at all these people whose lives I positively affected and I didn't even know it. Like that keeps me going. Like if I can positively affect someone's life, if someone listened to this actually changed their behavior and their life is better because of it, that's, that jazzes me. Good, because that leads us to the next question, which I would love for you to get a little narrow on this one and really focus on the sales, the people that are in sales or uh, specifically in sales. So I feel like, you know, sure, we're, we're all involved in selling at some point, but the people who, who might be consuming a book like Gap Selling, what is one thing, one piece of advice that you see all the time that is completely, utterly wrong and you want them, this is the thing that you would want them to change in the sales industry? They think their job is to sell their product. They think that's their job. Like most salespeople, most sales companies, most sales organizations, they think their job is to sell their product. 
And that's the whole wrong way to look at it. Their job is to help. Before your little sales team was created, before you even existed, some man or woman was in a bar, was in a garage, was freaking hanging out with some friends, and they had an idea. And they had an idea because somebody was struggling with something. Something couldn't get done. People couldn't make something happen. And they said, you know what? I could make that easy. I could solve that problem. I could help them. And so they created their little product or their software to help them. And then they built a sales team. All of a sudden it became about the money and everybody's like, oh, I got to go sell this. No, no, no. You're having to sell this. Your job is to push the, the vision forward that says, I can help you. We created this to help you. Whatever it is in your life, I can help you. I can make your life better. I can save you money. I can make you happier. I can help you grow. I don't know what it is. And if once you start thinking your job is to help people, it changes the entire, the entire paradigm. Stop trying to sell your shit and start trying to help people. All right. And so where, where are we going to be knowing that where this is, again, I want you to be a little narrow here on the industry in particular. So knowing here's where we where we came from, from sales, you've seen a lot, you've coached so many people where we're at today, where are we going to be in five or 10 years? Same place. I mean, look, I hate to say it. I'd like to think that, that I can cast a wide enough net and start changing the way the world sells. But the truth of the matter is, it's going to be the same, right? It's, it's, there's going to be small pockets of people who get gap selling, and there's going to be small pockets of people who may not have got gap selling, but it has bled in the concept of, wait a minute, we're here to help people and not take from people. And we're here to make a difference, not just sell. And I'm not talking charity to make a difference. You're going to charge people for this shit. It's worth it. But the bottom line is, I don't see much changing uh, as far as how we sell the macro level, how we sell uh, the approach we take. The fact that it's driven by closing deals by the end of the quarter or by the end of the month or by the end of the year. Like, everybody's scrambling right now to get shit done by the end of the year. Do you know what we're doing at a sales guy? You know what we're doing? What are you doing? We're closing the company. Closed. Everybody gets the next three weeks off. Our last day is Wednesday at five. Companies closed. See you later. Sayonara. There's no running around trying to close deals. We'll close those deals in January. Everybody's going to be just fine. Right? No one's going to lose their jobs. No one's not going to get paid. We're going to be just fine. We don't need to run around forcing people to buy because we got some artificial number in our head that we need to make. And so therefore, we're driving our agenda. Our customers don't need us. They're doing their thing. They need us. They would have gotten it done. We're fine. So yeah, man, nothing's going to change. Now, are new tools going to come out? Absolutely. Is AI going to replace some people? Absolutely. Like anything else, right? I couldn't have seen outreach. I couldn't have seen um, Zoom info and Discover Org and all that stuff. Yeah, there'll be things that come out that make our job easier, that will um, accelerate or create velocity in the process. But as far as how the average salesperson gets on the phone or gets on a Zoom and engages with a buyer and tries to help that buyer get better, I hope I'm wrong, but I don't see huge improvements because we've been spinning the same stupid bullshit year over year over year over year for the last hundred years. And I'm on a crusade to fix it, but I'm not... Uh, how do you say I'm not conceited enough to know that I'm going to be able to tap into 15 million people. So, <clears throat> all right, well, you heard it here. And, and, and I, I love the fact that you, you are, you're trying to change the narrative. Uh, I think people, as you said, people need to, to stop trying to sell, sell and start to diagnose. Um, I would just a couple things. One is that gap selling, 
um, not taught. Uh, these are two books that I, you got a great website with a lot of content. People always ask me, I, I, I probably rock a half dozen of your shirts all the time. Um, so you've, you've got some great swag, some great content on your website and, and I'll let you plug that. But where, where do we find you? People want more of Keenan in their life. Where are they going? They can go to Keenan on LinkedIn, Keenan dot on LinkedIn. You can go to Keenan underscore red plaid on Instagram because I can't get Keenan from a 17-year-old girl in Melbourne, Australia. I cannot get her to respond to me. And I'd pay her five figures for that damn thing and she won't, she won't get back to me. Um, uh, Facebook, Keenan, just putting Keenan or sales guy into Google. If you can't find me, you've got bigger problems than not being able to find me. Got it. All right, great. Well, really appreciate you being on. Thanks so much and look forward to, to learning more from you and keep sharing and, and, and keep keeping it real. You're talking a different talk than other people are and I think we need more of it. Love you, baby. Thanks for having me on, man. I appreciate it. Thank you. All right, later. I want to thank everyone who took the time out of their day to listen in. If you like the show, please give it a rating. If you or someone you know would be an amazing guest on the show, head over to fivequestionswithfrank.com for more information. I'll see you next week.